Let's talk about preborn. Abortion is a tragic part of our lives. And as Americans, honestly, even after the overturning of Roe versus Wade, abortion continues to rob children of the right to live. So what do we do? I mean, because what even more devastating is the majority of women who get abortion say they would have chosen life if they had more support. We can do something about that. Preborn is stepping in to fill the gap. Women are being told that their babies are just, you know, clumps of cells. Preborn blows away that myth by providing free ultrasounds and postnatal care. Once they've introduced a mother to their unborn child, she's twice as likely to choose life for that child. And they're, look, they're doing incredible work there. They need your help, however. Part of the ministry of, uh, of Preborn is to stand in the gap for, to make sure life can actually exist. When you support Preborn, you not only support women, you empower them, and your donation of $28 will help a woman make the choice, the right choice, for life. Go to preborn.com slash Beck, or call, uh, dial pound 250 and use the keyword baby. It's pound 250. The keyword is baby for Preborn. for Glenn today. We got some exciting news about Joe Manchin and his plans for the future. I can't wait to think you're going to be so excited. Uh, We'll get to that and much more in the final hour of the Glenn Beck program today, coming up in one minute. Who's there for the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who's helping our nation's homeless veterans? And who's helping our nation keep its vow to never forget 9-11? I'll tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The foundation's in-the-line-of-duty programs honor our nation's heroes and their family. That includes its Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veterans programs. The foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance events all across the country. Over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year. Dozens of golf outings and barbecues. And the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is helping educate kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day. More than 95 cents of every Every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs, and the charity keeps its word and honors our nation's greatest heroes. Will you donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers? Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2T.org. You remember the debate the other night? Um, 
There was a little issue with Vivek and uh, Ronna McDaniel, the, the chairperson of the GOP. Yeah. Uh, apparently a source who was sitting near the GOP chairwoman at the debate the other night uh, said that Vive- she called Vivek an a-hole and declared that the party would not be giving him one cent. He's an a-hole total a-hole he's desperate because he's doing bad in the polls he won't be getting a cent from us she also loudly booed with uh during his exchange with nikki haley uh she was in complete meltdown mode over vivek according to this source this was in the middle of the audience within earshot of about 50 people uh and it's real really unfortunate because she's done such a great job hasn't she look at the uh <laughs> As Vivek pointed out, look at her track record. It's terrific. That was another one terrific. with Vivek where I think it very much connect, connected with a, a lot of the conservative base and what they think of Ronald McDaniel, but also yeah. it did feel like it kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. You know, he just kind of like... Well, it was just waiting to do it sometimes yes. during the course of the it debate. Did, it did seem it was like, you know, Forced. I'm, I'm going to go with this at some point. I know it's going to make news. And it did. Yes. He was correct on that. <laughs> yes. uh, and McDaniel was upset about it. No surprise there. Right. Uh, I don't think there was any chance that mcdaniel was going to give him money anyway so i don't know i don't not. think vivek lost out on this one no um but it's just been a bizarre uh, bizarre couple of weeks they are doing another debate by the way december 6th now and it's going to be at least one of the moderators is megan kelly and i think she'll do a oh. really good job with that mm-hmm. um so actually maybe it'll be a good one maybe trump will show up to that one there's a chance it's I only so. three people um, oh really yeah i mean are they setting the standard a little bit higher yeah it's six percent now now, okay. You would say now the way they phrased it <laughs> though, right. I think it's it's six percent in two national polls or polls in certain uh, early states. So as long as you're performing relatively well in one state, you can probably get on there. Tim Scott may have a problem with that, uh, but like Chris Christie, I think the way I read the standard at least will probably make it. Ah. So it may still be four unless Trump comes in, and it would be five. But I don't think there's any reason. I mean, at this point, Trump's already skipped them all. Why bother? Why yeah. bother? I, it's not hurting him. It's not hurting in him. In the polls. I, you know, the, you know, the, so, the, the voters don't I'd love care. for him to be part of it. First of all, it'd be way more entertaining. Um, more people would see it. More people would care about it. And uh, and I want to hear his stance on, you know, recent issues. I want to hear. I want to yeah. hear him be challenged on the pandemic stuff, too. I'd like to see how he'd respond to that. Yeah, because the problem is he's going to get in a general election against Biden and everyone's going to agree that he would be better than Biden at that. So he's not going to have to ever answer that or at least just say, hey, look, this is what I did right. This is what I did wrong. Yeah, Um, that would be something interesting. He maybe he addressed that on his big Univision interview that he just did. He just did an interview with Univision. Did he just do it or is it coming up? It's one of the two. I can't remember. It's Uh. I thought I thought it was recorded already, but it may uh, may still be a little bit ahead of us. But, uh, you know, I, I know I'm very passionate about uh, Univision and love it, but uh, I didn't know Donald Trump was. He used to get in fights with Univision all the time, I feel like. Yeah. That was the way. But he's, look, doing so well with Hispanic voters now. He is. You know? Yeah, he is. He's reaching out and trying to, to get more. So that is uh, kind of interesting. And also interesting was the Joe Manchin thing. You, you mentioned it and it was, you know, look, you look at this and you say, who cares what Joe Manchin does? Which is a good a pretty natural and honest way of looking at the situation. Yeah. 
But Manchin, of course, is a Democratic senator from West Virginia. He's a guy, you know, he tries to claim that he's in the middle. He's a, now, I don't know. I see him voting 99% of the time with Democrats. I don't see him as in the middle at all, frankly. Um, whenever the Democrats need him to vote for them. He's there. He's there. He's yeah, always there. He's, he's there. a reliable vote. I mean, look what happened on the on the uh, affordable, was it, no, it's not the Affordable Care Act. It was the uh, Re- Inflation Reduction Act. Yep. He complained, wrote op-eds, uh-huh. said he would never support it over and over and over and over and over and, and over really and over again. really, it was the Green Bill. Yep. And then he just did. And he did. When they needed him to do it, he just did he it. There. That's what Joe Manchin does. Yeah. When he acts like he is some moderate to get reelected in West Virginia. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, he, you know, some people fall for it. He gets the job and then he acts just like every other Democrat and votes with them every single time. So this actually was a pretty significant thing because he's the only Democrat in West Virginia that he wouldn't even would have a chance of winning reelection. Now, I don't think he would win reelection even if he did run, but the, he, which had, is probably why he's not going to run. Of course. He knows. Uh, it's got nothing to do with yeah. not wanting he more knows. power. I'll no. tell you that much. Jeez. No. Um, but, he, you know, and it's not like I just I'm in the middle and I'm going to start a movement in the middle is kind of his pitch, which is nonsense. <laughs> How it, exciting that is, though, to, for, for so many of us. Wait, a movement in the middle? Mm. Wow. I love that. There's nothing I love more than moderation in in politics. I love it. Oh, yeah. Because it always kind of lukewarm on all things. That's great. Yeah. That'd be that'd be the best. Well, why care about what the issues affecting people? Let's just kind of yeah. cut the difference between the two parties. Like, for example, Abortion. Rashida Tlaib wants uh, all Jews dead, it seems. And yeah. uh, other people want them alive. So let's kind of cut it in the middle. Kill half of them. Well, you right. know, whatever, whatever the middle position is, let's take that passionately. Uh, uh, babies are the same way. You know, let's not kill all of them, but we'll kill some of them. Yeah, let's go. Let's not kill four of them. Uh, (laughs) We'll we'll stop four. That's like the the big pro-life movement right now. It's like, oh, well, we'll ban it at 20 weeks, 24 weeks. Oh, okay, so that uh, six abortions don't occur. I mean, that's great. It's better than no abortions not occurring. Yeah, what is the percentage over 21 weeks? Uh, It's about about 3%. It's it's 2 or 3%. I think it's, and that's what I, they'll I tell say, you. Yeah, uh, that's what Democrats will tell you when you try to pin them down on. Is there any restriction that you would favor? What they'll say is, well, I mean, if you're talking about pr- uh, partial birth abortion, that's so rare anyway. You know what? So are back alley abortions. And yes. you continue to harp on that all the time. So give me an answer. Where should you draw the line? Should there be a line? And of course, the answer is no line to them. They don't want any line. No, they do not care at all. And see, I have this, I, I pull this chart up every once in a while when we're talking about this issue, because it's important for particularly pro-lifers to understand, because what you get from people like Lindsey Graham, and we saw this with Tim Scott in the debate the other night, hey, 15 weeks, look, that's a rational midpoint. If you look at the polling, it is a rational midpoint mm-hmm. that most the polling basically says yes in, in first trimester, no in the second trimester. So you're cutting in between those two trimesters, picking a date a few weeks into the second trimester and saying that's our cutoff. It's about where um, where the polling changes. There's no there's no surprise there. That's why they're doing it. They're trying to find a p- popular position polling. Well, uh, how many, what percentage? Let's see. 34% happened b- between weeks one and six. Another 18% in week seven. So now you're up to 54%. Week eight is 13. So you're at 67%, right? I have to keep track of this as I go. 67% by week eight. Another 9% in week nine. So you're at 76% by week nine. Okay. Another 6% by week 10. 
So 82% by week 10. Uh, another 5% in week 11. So 87% by 11 weeks. Another 3% by in 12. So you're at 90% by week 12. Jeez. Uh, wow. 3% in week 13. So you're at 93 by 13. 2% by week 14. So 95% in week 14. And another 2% in week 15. So 97% of abortions would so be allowed 3%. by that policy. 3% of abortions wow. would be cut out if wow. you ban it at 15 and weeks. I mean, and that's Is that a pro-life better, policy at all? No. No. no, I mean it's better it's, than nothing. It's better, right? Like, and I yeah. and I don't. In some ways, it's weird because I, I my concern with a 15 week ban, particularly federally, other than the constitutional questions, which are significant. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, we just they just said, hey, you got to go to the states, and we're like, oh, how about a federal ban then? Um, I think you need a constitutional amendment, honestly, to do this the right way. But mm-hmm. if you were to mm-hmm. pass it, I do. I am concerned that it would lead to um, people thinking that the issue had been decided. Right. Like, I think a lot of pro-lifers will be like, well, we got the 15 week limit like those really, you know, that's great. You know, like they have some time and then, you know, I, I don't like those abortions before 15 weeks, but at least we eliminated the worst ones. Well, you did eliminate the worst ones, the, the, uh, I guess, the 3% of them. And now you have 97% of the other ones still there. Is that a pro-life policy? Really? Cutting it from 100% to 97%? I think we'll do more than that by just red states going to zero. Yeah. If you just pick, you know, 10, yeah. 10 of the most red states, they pass a really restrictive ban between zero and, you know, four or six weeks, then you'd be in a situation where I think you'd cut it more than 3%. Anyway, now look, I want to stop them all. I think, I think abortion is a really terrible thing. And my view is that eventually it will be viewed like slavery is viewed today. A terrible, terrible mistake of our society. But we're not there yet. You take what you can get. Maybe all you can get in Virginia is 15 or 20 weeks if you can get 20 weeks in Virginia and that's all you can get, okay, take it and go for more. Every single year, go for more. And every single year, there should be some conservative pro-lifer that proposes a constitutional amendment banning abortion. Why is that not happening every year? I don't, I don't know. Every don't single year. It. Maybe, so what if it doesn't work? So what if it doesn't pass? Yeah. It's not your job to, to take everybody else's opinion and make them do what you want them to do. But you should at least... Make it available for people to vote for, but they don't like the politics of it. And I, I get it; the politics aren't wonderful sometimes. But what, what you know, what's the most important thing here? I would argue it's saving uh, babies, babies being allowed to be born. Yeah, you're never you're never going to go wrong. You're never going to be on the wrong side of that issue when you err on the side of saving human life. Yep, uh, and you might be uh, you might lose an election because of it. You might right, lose several, you, but at least you did the right thing. Yeah, at the end of the at the end of your life, you're not going to go back and be like, "Darn it, that congressional district twelve." What about Congressional District 12? I should have changed my opinion on abortion because of Congressional District 12. I can't imagine that's, that's, your, that's your, your, nope. your deathbed conversation with your family. Nope. I can't imagine it. 888 beck It's Pat and Stu for Glenn today on the Glenn Beck Program. What are you looking for when you walk down the meat aisle at the grocery store? You're looking for some kind of real good meat that you can feed your family, right? You want something raised in America, and you're looking for something close to expiring because that's the only way you can get a good price? If you are in this situation, what you put on your table matters. 
And that's why you should get your meat from good ranchers, because you're going to cover all of those things. 85% of the grass-fed beef is imported from overseas, but not with good ranchers. They source all of their high-quality beef and chicken from local farms and ranches. And from every box ordered, Good Ranchers donates 10 meals to Americans in need. That's over a million meals so far. So do good while you eat good. Don't settle for less than the best meats and don't settle for meat that's been raised overseas. Go to GoodRanchers.com and use my promo code BECK for $25 off any box. Do some serious good for yourself, your family, and others by having American meat delivered to your door. GoodRanchers.com. Use the promo code BECK for $25 off at GoodRanchers.com. 10 seconds, station ID. Can we do one more thing on this uh, Joe Manchin story, which is fascinating? Mm-hmm. He, he drops yeah. out of the Senate race. By the way, the reason why this is so significant, we got sort of derailed on the abortion issue, but the reason why this is so significant is because they only have 51 senators right now. Losing yeah. Manchin drops them to 50, and it means they have to defend all of their other seats to hold a 50-50 Kamala Harris type of uh, majority. That's mm-hmm. if they win the presidency. So we're talking the entire... It is a huge deal that he's not running because the chances of him winning, while not high were still significant, mm-hmm. maybe 20, 30%. So him going away is, is, is a big deal. But what is he going to do next? This is interesting. He's been asked over and over again, is he going to try to run as the no labels third party candidate? <laughs> and there is a rumor going around uh, Washington circles. And there is there was a, a very suspiciously timed super PAC type of thing created that basically is a draft Romney mansion Oh to gosh. run as the third party no labels candidate so that's the that's the movement to the middle right candidacy Rom- romney as the presidential candidate uh, okay and all mansion right. as the vp oh my gosh and what a nightmare i mean first of all a nightmare yeah, it would nightmare. not be a good that would not be a good no. that would not work out well for america however it's fascinating because you know no labels which is assessed seemingly obsessed with not having labels has kind of come out and said well if we're going to run a presidential candidate it'll be a republican <laughs> now wait a minute i thought you didn't like labels <laughs> um but uh and they, obviously the, the the issue here is they want donald trump not to be president like mm-hmm. that's their main concern seemingly now if mitt romney runs as a third party candidate rfk jr is already running as a third party i mean or independent candidate I mean, this would be really, you'd get to the point where this has got to be chaos. Yeah. Like, I, we have not had yeah. two significant um, third-party candidates in a long time. And the one time you might say we had it was probably 2000, where, like, you had, I mean, you didn't have a major Ross Perot-level candidate, but you did have several smaller candidates in a very close election, where, obviously, Ralph Nader famously, uh, you know, Ugh. to the left... Yeah. run up taking enough votes that would theoretically gore could have won florida and won the election um you know you go there have been years where you have a, a ross perot type and you have you know libertarians behind that but you haven't had two that were, that could challenge double digits in polls i mean mitt romney would probably do that rfk jr is already doing it yeah uh, what would happen in that scenario I, I don't even know i mean that would be really un untested waters <sighs> scary because I think, uh, and it's been shown in polls, that RFK Jr. hurts Trump 
as well as it, Biden. Yeah, it's pretty. It's been interesting. And then Romney would Somewhat hurt him split. even more. I think Romney would hurt Trump more than would hurt Biden. RFK yeah. is a little split. Like I would say, the majority of the polls so far have seen slightly more damage to Biden, but some polls have showed it to Trump as well. I think it could go either way. A gun to my mm-hmm. head, I'd say right now it looks like it might hurt Biden a little bit more, but I don't think that Hope would be so. the, that would not be the case with Romney. No, it wouldn't. I, I think Romney would would hurt Trump a lot more. <laughs> I think you'd have a lot of people. You know, I don't, even if it's a lot, is five percent? That's huge. Now, supposedly, in the presidential election. Romney has decided he's too old to I know, continue maybe. to govern. So you would think, all right, well then that precludes him certainly from running for president. You'd right? Think, you'd think because we already got two old guys running for president. Trump's 77. Biden's going to be 81. Manchin's also at 78 or something, isn't he? Uh, a week from Monday, Joe Biden turns 81. The youth of this campaign is RFK Jr., who's 69. Yeah. It's yeah that's our youth movement right it's now. It's the youth movement right now. I mean, look. I, Except for, of course, Vivek, who has no chance. Yeah, but. that's. I mean, also, I mean, if you look at the Republican field there actually are i mean desantis is young haley's yeah, relatively right. young uh you know uh, we know from don lemon she's past her prime but she's relatively young <laughs> uh, uh, uh you know vivek obviously is super young i mean he's not, he's not even in 40 yet yeah he's 38 years old uh he's barely constitutionally eligible to be president let alone uh maybe seasoned to the fact of he a, hasn't of even graduated from high school yet really yeah i didn't know that yeah it's incredible he's a junior he's a junior, <laughs> he's a junior. junior. Yeah. <laughs> so what happens if the election is at the same time as the junior prom do we know which one he, he goes chooses? to the prom he goes yeah. to the prom yeah so um but yeah they're, they're, i mean look tim scott is much younger the republican field has a lot of good candidates in it yeah and look trump it, trump's interesting because he is older he, he's 77 mm-hmm. He would but he's be still spry enough to yeah. where you think, OK, it's not bad. He's still got some life but left in him. At the end of this term, he will be the same age basically as Joe Biden is now, which right. we all kind of recognize as eh, maybe not ideal. However, no one sees Trump in that way. No. They don't see him as too old because he seems like he's on top of things. Like yeah. we brought up Alan Dershowitz before who has been on the program many times. He's 85 and you listen to Alan Dershowitz talk, he he is much more coherent than 90% of the people on TV mm-hmm. that are in their 30s, 40s, and 50s. You know, mm-hmm. like, it, it's not the number at all. It's the incoherence. It's yeah. the lack of energy. It's the it's it's the incompetence. It's it's, it's all the these things that combine. Dementia. Combine. It's, yeah, I mean, it <laughs> it's does, look, it That does. I believe he really suffers from. And he, I don't know, if they got some kind of drug that, you know, pumps him up at certain times yeah. of the day... I think as the day wears on, it, it he struggles even more. But watch him when he tries to get off stage after a speech. He never knows where Every to go. Every single time he's lost. He's lost. And they've just given him directions. Mr. President, go this way. Somebody be waiting for you here. Exit stage right, exit stage left, whatever the case may be. And he can't do it. They write it on a paper for him. He still doesn't know the how to do it. Yep. program. That's amazing. Oh, there's plenty of reasons to be stressed about life uh, without also having to worry about the next time your car breaks down. If you have a warranty and it's run out, the thought of how expensive it's going to be has got to bother you. And if you, I mean, if you're thinking, well, how can I get rid of that bother? Well, you need to check out CarShield. When you enroll with CarShield, you're getting protection plans that start as low as $100 a month. Flexible month-to-month coverage. Your choice of an ASE certified mechanic, 24-7 coast-to-coast roadside assistance, and complimentary towing and rental car options. 
You also get no long-term contracts, and CarShield administrators will handle all the paperwork and repairs so you don't have to. Maybe most important of all, considering the entire inflation problem that we're dealing with right now, you get a price lock guarantee. So your price is never going to go up, no matter what. No matter how many claims you file, it will never go up, even as the mileage on your car increases. Check this out, carshield.com slash Beck. Call CarShield today at 800-227-6100, 800-227-6100, or visit carshield.com slash Beck. It's carshield.com slash Beck. You can save 20% now with CarShield. Let's say I just can't get enough stupid gear. Where would I go to get more? Oh, blazetv.com slash Glenn. Oh, Promo okay. code Glenn Plus. You'll huh. save 36 bucks. 36 Wow. Pat and Stu for Glenn today. Uh, oh, I should show you what Glenn's been doing. Um, this is interesting because uh, <laughs> he's at a, a, a Tony Robbins conference, right? And apparently he did the big, if you know anything about Tony Robbins, you know, uh, during his presentation, he he does a, you walk over fire or whatever, the fire yeah, the walk. Firewalk, yeah. yeah, the fire walk. Uh, you walk on hot coals. And Glenn just did that. I can't believe he actually did this. And here's what happened. I can't believe he did that. <laughs> what, what a maniac. He is ridiculous. I'm he actually did that. it. He walked over yeah. the hot coal. I can't wait yeah. to ask him about it. I know. Because I don't know. I, I have heard so many different things about that. Like some mm-hmm. people say it's not even real. Like there's some scam. Like you're not actually doing it. And I'm oh. sure that is the case at some of these, not Tony Robbins stuff, but like, right. uh, you know, I'm sure that's the case at some of these like type of spectacles, right? Like they just mm-hmm. make it look like you're doing something crazy and you're not. Yeah. But I mean, as far as everything I've heard about the Tony Robbins stuff is people actually do this. Yeah. Doesn't it burn your feet? <laughs> your feet are all burned. <laughs> if you do that. it right. Your toesies. I guess not. I guess not. What do you mean you do it right? What does that even mean? Do it right? Well, you're putting you, your your skin on coal. If you walk coals. really slowly and stop in the middle, that's not going to go well for you. Not not a. But I, you if a you hustle of, across it and you just have the faith that nothing's going to happen, I can't wait to ask him about this. I don't know. I yeah. don't understand. It'll be interesting to hear what it was like, but <laughs> uh, it looks like he was having uh, quite the time. So that's where he is. He's going to be back on Monday. We think, yeah. unless he has no feet, and then maybe. <laughs> Maybe there'll be some complicated surgeries going on on Monday, but he's, uh, it's possible. I get, he looked okay in the video. Yeah, yeah he, he seemed did. pumped up about it. Um, it's a perfect thing. If you're going to meme a video today, mm-hmm. I don't know what the meme is, but you got to watch that video and watch Glenn in it because it's hilarious. He's like beating his chest. He's all fired up. <laughs> you know, he, he's been yeah. he, he's been friends with Tony Robbins for a while. And um, I don't know. I like. I think he likes uh, a lot of, of what he says. Yeah. And, uh, so that'll be interesting yeah. to hear. Uh, his, this story will be a fascinating one on Monday. Do not miss Monday's show. Speaking of memes, uh, Douglas Mackey did a meme a few years ago, uh, and uh, he's just been sentenced to seven months in prison for a meme he did. Mm, well, you can't meme. Uh, yeah. I mean, how can you allow people, Americans, to post memes you can't it was a meme involving hillary clinton and it was one of those dumb things about the vote and like to avoid the crowds yeah if you're a hillary fan you vote to i don't know something like that um but here he was here's douglas Mackey on with tucker carlson discussing what happened 
At any point did you think that you'd committed a crime or that others would think that you committed a crime? No. When did you discover that you were considered a felon by the U.S. government? Uh, well, I had eight to ten law enforcement agents come and lock on my door at 7 a.m. And that'll uh, do it. <laughs> seven days after yeah. Joe Biden was inaugurated. Eight to did ten. Did you have any warning Jeez. that this was coming? No. No warning. So what were you doing at seven in the morning? I was sleeping. <laughs> so you're asleep, you hear a knock, and then what happens? And then the FBI, are you Doug Mackey? Mm -hmm. Yes. What's going on? Like, I asked them, uh, they said, you're, we have a warrant for your arrest. I said, what for? For what? They didn't tell me until I got to the courthouse. Talk about being you? fired up. This guy's uh, yes. on fire. <laughs> The FBI <laughs> threw handcuffs on you at your home at 7 in the morning yeah. and didn't tell uh -huh. you why. Yes. Did That's you have any nuts. idea why? No, I had no idea. What was going through your mind? Um, hmm. I knew that uh, politicians could be vindictive and the federal government sometimes could be influenced by those politicians. But, hmm. And I know that they can sort of get very creative with federal statutes. So... If I was the enemy of their candidate, then I thought maybe they could cook something up. But this was an entire election cycle later. That was the weird part. But I knew that we had just had a uh, transition of presidents. So. So seven days after Biden gets inaugurated, you get arrested for a tweet. Years Four years before. earlier. Four years earlier. But the tweet must have been really bad, right? How bad was the tweet, Pat? Do you know? Oh, it was, it was, uh, I'm, I'm looking for the exact verbiage on the tweet because, yeah, it was, it was rough. Um, it was, let's see. Uh, does it say exactly what it was? It was. I've been too hateful it to was reprint. Misinformation on the 2016 election. Okay. 2016 the election. 2016 election uh he was sentenced to seven months in prison for it he was originally charged in early 2021 uh and um, i still haven't seen the exact um the exact meme that came out now of course we should point out it doesn't matter what the exact meme is you don't get arrested for memeing you shouldn't it's not a crime yeah you should not uh, that should not be what occurs. in the united states of america um it was it was clearly satire yeah it was a joke that because there's going to be so many people voting today, vote for Hillary Clinton. I, I believe right, it, was it was vote for her tomorrow. Yeah, like one of those Something things. like that. Which, by it the wasn't way, a threat against her life. It wasn't anything like that. It was a dumb thing that, like we've done a million times. I mean, you speak for yourself. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I, I don't... I've always... I never have said anything sarcastic. Like in 2004, uh, seems to come about. to mind, Stu, with a loudspeaker going through neighborhoods in I, I Philadelphia. That, that is not... What you huh. just said is a lie and slander. It's a lie. Of, okay. Slanderous. Okay. First of all, we were in Ohio. But secondly... Ohio. Um, okay. It was a right. giant waffle head saying those things. A giant okay. carrot, wasn't, John yeah, right. waffle It wasn't you. Saying all sorts of crazy things about the it election. It wasn't you. Um... But uh, it's funny I mean, because... I mean, can you imagine that? We could be in prison for that. 
You could be in prison I don't, now. For that. Again, I don't know what you're talking yeah. about. <laughs> you, you could be in prison for a lot of things you've done. Maybe I don't. I don't agree with your analysis uh, on this situation whatsoever. Okay. But what I All will right. say, yeah, what is, will you say? I will say is that this person also should not be in prison. Um, it, it, he, I Unreal. Think, um, here we go. Let's see if I can find it here because I'm getting sent. Everyone's now well, sending look, me this exact tweet. Here it is. Uh, vote for her. Vote from home. Post oh, Hillary. Yeah, vote from home. Okay. Using hashtag presidential election on November 8th. And that's type, not what you do. No. Um, now, November, if you're that stupid that you no, fall yeah. for that, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be, be voting. voting. You shouldn't be voting anyway. Come you on. shouldn't be voting anyway. Uh, it said on November 8th or whatever the date was, is a little blurry. Type the word Hillary and post it to Twitter or Facebook using the hashtag um, presidential election between 7 a.m. and 9 p.m. Eastern to cast your <laughs> vote for Hillary from home. Stronger together, um, presented by HillaryClinton.com. Seriously. Wait, look, is there anybody? It, obviously, obviously. Satire. It was Obvious a joke. satire. Obvious joke. Protected speech in the United States of America. And they're saying it's not now because it was misinformation on the election. My gosh. Um, here's part. Here's another part of uh, the conversation between Tucker and Douglas Mackey. Turns out your crime was exactly what you said it was, posting uh, a tweet. So what happened then? So they took me to the courthouse and because it was COVID, there were some delays. I just, I was in a holding cell. They take off your handcuffs and put you in leg irons. Um, and then you just wait for your arraignment, go for the judge. Even then, I still don't know why I'm being arrested. Mm. They got a public defender on Zoom speaking for you. And then... Uh, wait, you're in leg irons and you have no idea why you were arrested. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And not, wow. not until I got the, a copy of the criminal complaint did I know what was going on. At what point was that? After the arraignment and they let you go. They take leg irons off and they put you on the streets of West Palm Beach. They didn't bring you home? No. <laughs> wow. So weird. Right? You know, and, and the reason why, because it's easy to say, well, this is what Biden does. This is what our government is these days. And that's true, right? That's, that's the reason why this is a big story. Mm -hmm. However, a million people post things that are way worse oh, than that and don't oh, get arrested. Yeah. Like, why Absolutely. this guy? Right. Why this guy? I mean, I, you know, we get threats every single day on social media. No one arrests those people. Right. And then no one seems to care at all. Why this guy? Why four or five years later? How is it possible that, that this could happen in the United States of America? There's no shortage right now Just of people incredible. claiming they want to kill all Jews on social media. No shortage right. of that whatsoever. Those people don't get arrested. Nope. And, and honestly, like there also are people saying really bad things about President Biden. Mm -hmm. There are people who are saying really bad things about leftists all over the place, too. And yeah. they don't get like, why this guy? Why did this happen? Because of a stupid meme? Crazy. I mean, it is. That's a, it's a really weird story. It. Yeah, it really is. Uh, and. You know, seemingly unconstitutional. Yeah. I, I don't understand how it can happen. And I know, like you said, I, I know we've come to a place in America that we don't even recognize now. But it's still, even now, in this environment, hard to believe this has actually happened to this guy. Seven months in prison for a meme? <laughs> Unbelievable. Really something. All right. 888-727-BECK. More patents, Stu for Glenn, coming up. 
right, so they say that a dog is man's best friend, and that's, of course, uh, a relationship that you have to take seriously. If you're a pet owner, you not only want your dog to be healthy and happy, but you're also responsible to make sure that that can happen to the best of your abilities. And that means you have to be aware of what your dog is eating and just how much nutrition they're actually getting out of it. Kibble food, for instance, has all the living nutrients cooked out of it. Uh, And that's a great case for Rough Greens. It's not dog food. It's a supplement that has been developed by naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black. You just sprinkle this on the top of your dog's food. Your dog's going to love the taste. Every dog I know of absolutely devours this stuff because they love it. Brown food is dead food. You want the greens. You name it. If it's healthy for your dog, it's probably in Rough Greens. Rough Greens are so confident that your dog is going to love this. They have a special deal for you. Go to roughgreens.com slash back, or you could call 833-GLEN33, and they're going to give you your first trial bag absolutely free. That's absolutely free. All you have to pay for is the shipping. So call 833-GLEN33. That's 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. Call today. Glenn Beck. Have you heard about the new movie, The Blind, the true story of the Robertson family? These, of course, are our friends, the Robertsons. they are uh, got a show here on Blaze TV. They also got a movie made of their life, and it is now available for purchase on Blaze TV. Now, this is not a Blaze TV production. This is like a, a major studio release that just came out. Um, so it's not like we don't own this. This is something that we don't mm. have rights to as far as showing it to you as part of your Blaze TV subscription, unfortunately. But... You know, if you're going to buy it, uh, you know, you could buy it from Amazon, you could buy it from Apple and give a bunch of money to big tech companies, um, or you can buy it from us. It's available now. I feel like a lot of people might say, I think I'd rather support The Blaze than support Apple or Amazon. Um, you can act now. Don't miss the opportunity to own The Blind, the Phil, a Phil Robertson story. It's on Blaze TV. Buy it today at blazetv.com slash The Blind. It's $19.99. blazetv.com slash The the Blind. It's a. I have not seen it yet, but I've heard Glenn saw it. He said it was an incredible movie, and mm. they did a really good job with it. It was a major, you know, motion picture, and it's available now on the Blaze. All right. Speaking of uh, streaming services, did you see that Disney just hit 150 million subscribers on Disney Plus, and they still lost 385 million dollars this quarter. This is a good business. Yeah, it's a good. It's business going model. well. Yeah, it's, it's going like really electric well. cars. It's just uh-huh. a great business for yeah. everybody, isn't it? You know, yeah. Maybe it, you it, work. and if, like with electric cars, there's one company that does okay, like mm-hmm. Tesla and Netflix. Mm-hmm. They do okay with the profits. Everyone else seems to be getting crushed by this. Look, if if you have 150 million subscribers, all paying 14 to 16 dollars a month, and you can't make that work, something's wrong in your company. Yeah, something's wrong. What what is going on? I want to rethink it a little bit. Uh, you know, it is really expensive. These these are everybody's raising their prices now. Did you notice it? Uh, Netflix is now fifteen fifty for the for the I don't know what they call it. Their basic is that I think it's the basic plan. The premium plan is now over twenty dollars a month. Um, so if you have Disney and Netflix, I mean you're 
you're talking about $35 right there. Add Amazon to that. That's another 15 bucks a month. Uh, Hulu, I think, is $15 a month. Peacock is only 6 But what do you get on Peacock? You ever had Peacock? You know, do you have Peacock? I don't have Peacock. I, I had don't it think for a while. I've ever had it. Jackie just dropped it because she's like, we never even watched Peacock. We're not going to pay for Peacock. It's $6. I'm not paying $6 for Peacock anymore. All right. Whatever. Paramount Plus, uh, $12. MGM Plus, $6. Apple TV Plus, I think is $10. Uh, so when you start adding all of that up, it's though, a lot, and it's holy you're obviously back to the point where you just could just get cable. <laughs> yes. You know, we're, it's it, it's so so obvious that it was going to happen, and it just happened and right just, in front of us. It's happened. Yeah, it's I, def- We're there. We're there. It's just really expensive now to to get all these services, and they they tempt you. They bring you in. With- I, I almost refuse to pay for them sometimes without really good deals. You know, like I yeah. like I. I I feel like they all are offering like free years all the time. Like it feels weird to pay for them. <laughs> and uh, I have a some one of my credit cards gives free access to you know like Netflix and Amazon Prime and all this stuff. Oh, um, and so they nice. they pay for it. So half of the stuff I don't even pay for. But like I got like you know a year free with like my phone when I signed up to for and I got like Disney Plus for a year and like I don't yeah. even know like I I think you know people are like well you shouldn't have Disney Plus because it's so bad actually I'm screwing them I'm not paying them a dime and I'm still watching their shows so screw you Disney <laughs> what do you watch on Disney oh well you got kids, I have kids you got little so kids I, I, so yeah you got the but they do have I mean I have all the Star Wars stuff not that I'm I'm not I'm not into the new Star Wars stuff at all like the Gina Carano thing really blew up my relationship with Star Wars I can't I can't even, I cannot bring myself to get interested in anything they're doing the fact that they fired her over nothing is so infuriating it is I can't I can't watch it anymore it is. it's really legitimately yeah. ruined a, a series that I love I know it's too bad yeah it's too bad hmm. Uh, All right, Glenn should be returning uh, with uh, no skin on the bottom of his feet (laughs) on Monday. The Glenn Beck Program.